Welcome to the Eric J. The Great Podcast Show. Uh, got a special guest on the show today, uh, author uh, Hazel. How you doing? Fine, thank you. How are you? I'm uh, I'm doing all right. And happy Father's Day if you're a dad. Nah, nah, I don't, I don't have no kids yet. That's okay. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, that's okay. You're a man, so it's okay. Okay. So we'll uh, just start from the beginning and then work our way up to uh, what you got going on right now. So uh, okay. first of all, First off, uh, where are you from? And uh, just uh, after that, uh, just describe, you know, how it was growing up for you as a kid, teenager, as far as uh, where you're from. Hmm. Well, I'm from the beautiful Caribbean island of Trinidad and Tobago, where I live now. Um, growing up was pretty great. I had a great childhood, went to school primary school, secondary school, did a little bit of college and um, a little bit, not much, but um, it was pretty good. I had to grow up in a two-family home, mother, father, have um, five siblings. Um, I'm the fourth, the last girl and the fourth child. Um, didn't do too much sports, but you know, in the Caribbean, you will climb trees, pitch marbles, and you know, just, and the weather is beautiful, you know, so yeah, but yeah. So, did you, uh, you say you had both parents, right? Yes, had. My father passed away um, in 2000, 2000, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So- My mom is 89. Oh, wow. wow. She's been around for a while. Yeah. So um, uh, were y'all like a middle class type of family or uh, how, how how was it growing up? I would say middle class because um, I think that's what they call middle class because I never really won for anything and couldn't get it. Okay. You know, well, growing up, you just had everything that you ever wanted, I guess, or our parents provided. I mean, might not have everything I ever wanted, but we didn't lack for anything like food and, you know, clothes and the basic, I guess, necessities. So I never grew up not having like food and I didn't have that kind of life that, you know, we always, that, you know, some people grow up different, you know, so I didn't have that poverty line or whatever like that. We just grew up like middle class. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. Do- did you have anyone in your family that was involved in writing books or being authors? No, suckily. And I, I, no, 
I always just remembered seeing my father. I don't know if it's that what inspired me reading the newspapers. And he will just read the newspapers from front to back and back to front. And I remember being very young and always wondering, how does one person stay so long to read the newspapers? I'm sure it will take them hours. And he used to be with his newspapers for hours, but he was always a reader. And I think I grew up reading because he used to tell me about a lot of books. I remember Louise Amor. We never, I never used to read Western until he told me that. And I'm a book addict, you know, I really love to read and write. And I think my first love is really, um, besides writing, my first book is Pen Palin, writing people all over the world. Yeah, so I don't know where that love, but I don't know anybody in my family who is a writer per se. Okay. So yeah. what would you say led you to... Um to uh, write your first book? Well, well, I always knew that I was going to be an author. Somehow at an early age, like I just, I don't know if it's some, I just had an intuition that one day I'm going, I was going to be a writer. And I always used to tell my parents that. But um, I was living in New York City and I was at a function and I met this um, guy and his, he said his... Um, pseudonym was Senior Fluffy and from that the idea just came in my head to write this book. It was the strangest thing really. The idea for the story itself just came in my head just like somebody was telling me what to do. Mm. I never had an experience like that before. It was really strange. I think they say that's the voice of inspiration. I don't I guess. Oh, I'm not too sure. <laughs> So, uh, so what? What are uh, the things that you like to write about? What uh, picks your interest as far as like when you write a book? What some things that you uh, like uh, will write about before something else would go? You mean like what kind of books do I like to write, or just in general? Yes. Yeah, I I find I more fancy at least for now writing about animals and i don't know why or like fairy tales and stuff i find that is a big thing i think when i was growing up i used to read a lot of these kind of books edith blyton famous five all kind of books you don't see them now but some of these things i used to read but um i think i like those elf and goblins and those kind of fantasy books like i like those kind of things and to write about animals and give animals a voice. I don't know why. Sometimes I come up with the strangest idea for a story, and I was like, what? Like, who would think I would write a story about a cat? Yeah, but here, here I am writing part two now. Okay. So yeah, uh, I, what would you like to say? No, go ahead. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so how how many uh books do you currently have out right now and uh what what was your the first book you ever wrote oh no i only have one book only one okay one so far yeah senior fluffy a cat's tail this is it here okay yeah and this is him here that's the character there I don't okay. know if it's Oh yeah, that's dope. 
is a bougie French cat. <laughs> yeah, so, that I did. So, so when did you put that uh, that book out? And uh, is that book available everywhere? Yes, it's on Amazon right now. And if you're in the New York City area, you can find it in about 15 libraries in New York and Brooklyn. And it's available in a couple of stores in Trinidad also. Okay. Yeah. But so, I also have, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh when, when, when did you write that book? And um, it came out in 2021. Anyone? Yes. Yes. And last, what we in 22 years? No, 20, sorry. But last year it came out on Amazon in August the 7th. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, did you, uh, when you was going through the whole process of putting your first book out, did you have like a mentor or someone showing you the ropes or did you uh, just self publish and do everything yourself? I self-published and do, did everything, you know, but um, I didn't have a mentor to say. I just always knew that I always um, wanted to write, you know, and when I came up with the idea, I just um, keep up. Well, it happened during COVID, so I just um, keep on writing, writing and developing the story. And then sometimes I will call my friends and ask them, well, how do you think this song or does this? Because, you know, sometimes I might think I'm a great writer and then somebody else might hear my story and say, oh my God, that's horrible. <laughs> you know, so I used to um, ask friends, sometimes total strangers, um, write another tipple, can you lend an ear? Sometimes I don't know the people, but I'll just go, <laughs> yeah, and ask. And then um, when I came to Trinidad, one day I was going through the phone and I found an editor and I said, and I sent asked if I could send her this story. And then she read it just like 14 pages. And she said she loved it. So then when I finished the book, I just sent it to her. And she said, Oh my God, I love it. The, the story is so funny. You know, yeah, I can do funny and paper, but I can go to the Apollo. Okay. <laughs> so as far as so as far as um the things that you're writing about, you're writing about animals and things like that. Have you ever thought about uh, doing a uh, a book on your life, like your, uh, just a biography about yourself? No, I never thought about that, but I really want to do one on um, traveling like through my letters, like having pen pals from an early age and some kind of thing like that. But I don't know if my life's so exciting. But, you know, people could always learn. I say, no matter what book you read, you could always learn something from it. And every book has a story <laughs> or a lesson for somebody or something, you know. At least that's my, I don't know. Yeah. So as far as when you put this book out, uh, just describe some of the reactions and stuff you was getting back from people that you knew and people that you didn't know. Yeah, well, I am, um, when the people like, people I know and pe some people I don't know, it's all like positive. Well, I only maybe had one on positive, but on Amazon, I have all five stars, which is shocking. 
And people really like the character because he's very bougie. He's a French cat that lives in Paris with his human, very rich and upper class. And just one day she decides to come to Brooklyn and he thinks he's not, um, that life is unsuitable for him in a country like really to come to New York to live. And when he come, he discover like his life in New York will be way different from his life in Paris. So it's about like get migrating, adaptation, um, making friends and, you know, just going through life a different way and the friends they meet along the way, you know? Okay. Yeah, but, um, but the, the response so far has been awesome and so positive and everybody could relate to the, anim the different animals and stuff. And it's really funny. Yes, but it has been really positive and I'm so happy sometimes when I read, I always go on Amazon and read the reviews and it always makes me laugh, you know, I'm so happy to see that this little story is bringing so much joy to so many people all over, not just in Trinidad, America, Canada, I had reviews from India, Scotland, I don't know where else, yeah, so it's really nice. So as far as uh, the book itself. Do you think that uh, the book that you have, is it kind of similar to like a, uh, a Dr. Seuss type of vibe or something like that? Or is it more, a little bit more mature than that? I think it's, uh, well, you know, really, I really set out to write a more. This book was really supposed to be for adults. And somehow I don't know how it turned into like a kid's story. Well, basically, kids, so I say from nine years old, it just happened. But um, Dr. Seuss, no, baby. But although some people say like Dr. Seuss, I don't know. But um, I think it's different to Dr. Seuss, you know. Yeah, I think it, maybe it have a little Dr. Seuss vibe. I don't think, but no. But some people told me I write like that already. I write like Dr. Seuss. Okay. Yeah. So as far as so as far as um when you first started, the whole process of you going through this, putting the book out, uh for any new authors out there, just explain like some uh pros and cons to being an author and uh oh. and, and just kind of describe uh some things that you learned you know, that uh, people can uh, can learn from as far as like some of the mistakes you probably made when you first started, you know? Well, all I know is that I love to write. I was in America and I didn't even find out. I used to be like in the library every day and I never thought to ask certain questions. Everybody in the library could tell you I love to write, but I never used to ask the important questions like, um, when I write, how, what's happening after I write, how is like, how is my book going to get published about marketing, promoting, advertising? I find that it's, that is very hard, like trying to get your book out there, at least for me in Trinidad right now. I think that is um, one of the hardest thing promoting. And I think you really have to know your craft, not just that you want to write or you know how to write, you really have to learn about all the other avenues in writing you know like how you're going to get to there how you're going to publish how you're going to get your isbn number 
and all these other things, editor, if you're going to copyright, if you're going to, it has so many different forms, but I'll just tell her, don't give up on your dream and just learn the ins and outs of writing. If you don't know, ask somebody. It has so many um, things you could Google about and learn about on the internet. You know, like join writers group. It have a lot of them on um, Instagram. It have a lot of them on um, Facebook and different things. And you meet a lot of authors out there. And they really give good advice. You could ask. Sometimes I just message random people. And I knew I know so much of authors now, you know, because the COVID, you couldn't go outside for most of the time. But I know so much people online now, and we are such good friends. You know, I know authors from all over. But you really have to learn your craft and, and really um, promote and stuff. I tell people, like I know this girl, she just wrote a book. And I said, did you start to advertise way before? She said, no, she waited until she got up. She gets a book from Amazon. I said, no, you must start to advertise. Even the authors who all their years, they tell you one thing you must do is start to advertise and promote as soon as, like, even if you know you're going to write a book, because that is so important. You know, but you really, really have to learn your craft and the ins and the outs. You will know everything, but you really, really have to. Yeah. And I didn't do any of those things. But I find I'm going good so far. You know, I find I'm learning. And anything I know, I teach other people. I'd not teach, but tell, you know, and I say, well, you know, you can try this and whatever. Because it, the craft is not just for me, it's for anybody who is coming up. You know, and you have to share what you know with other people. Right. Yeah, you have to share your blessings. So as far as your book that you have out, uh, what would you say is the target age for your book? Like what age groups? I would say from nine years of age, from nine. Although I've had some five-year-olds read it themselves and it was being read to them by their parents or some other some other grandparents or other person in the house yeah yeah but i will stay from nine okay so what um so what are your plans for future books do you uh are you currently writing some books right now and uh if so uh what type of books are they and do you have any estimated dates on uh when they're going to drop well just hopefully soon i'm working on a part two for senior fluffy it's a series. I don't know how far it will go, but right now I'm working on two. And I'm also working on a um a modern version of Cinderella. Mm. Yeah, and I'm hoping, hoping that before um Christmas they will be out. Yeah. I'm That's hoping to at least drop three before Christmas. So you're gonna drop both of them at the same time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to do that, you know, like bam bam. I don't know if that's a good idea, but I think it will be. I'm not sure. But yeah, I want to drop both of them at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I have um six short published stories also in New York. Mm. Yeah. Not books, just um in anthologies, yes. Okay. Yeah. So what um um, how long does it usually take you to write a book? 
well, since it's my first book, it just, I think it took me less than two months. I never checked, but it happened so fast. And I guess because it was during the COVID and I wasn't going out, you know, you couldn't go anywhere. But I think it was like less than two months. It could have been much longer, but I'll get asked that a lot, but I have no idea. But I think it was really less than two months. But I've, I've met authors who write books in a week, what day, you know, kids book at us like, damn, but I think it was less than two months, I would say, maybe two months, I think, I will take two months, yeah, I think it was like two months, just to write it and get it finalized, of course, then to send it to the editor and thing, yeah, but the long, the thing that took the longest was for me to get a, um, a tax ID, because when I came back to Trinidad, they said I didn't have any, and I knew I had one before I went away. So that took a little while. And then I got that. Then I, that is when I could have um, gotten it on Amazon, not without a tax ID. You must have that. Okay. Yeah. So as far as um, um, when you um putting these uh, books out, do you... Uh, like putting them out immediately after yes. finishing them or do you yes. kind of hold on to them? Oh. Yes. I, I, when I did the first one, I just wanted it to just get out there fast. I don't know. I think I was very um, we excited as it's my first night. I just wanted to for everything to just finish quickly. And this, the, um, the illustration took a little while also, not too long. But the illustrator is from, she's Canadian. That took a little while, but not so long. I I had an idea for the cover. And the only thing I wanted the cat in a, a regular chair, but she said, as it's a cat, he cannot go in a regular chair because cats are too small for, but, you know, I had an idea in my head, but, you know. So we came to a conclusion that's okay, we'll use that little chair. But I think as I, I finish a book, I would love to get it out and just try to do everything and just get it out there, you know? Okay. So for people that that's wanting to write a book and, you know, they going through the process of writing and things like that and trying to get it put out, um, I know you have to have the editor and the illustrator and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I... Uh, that's kind of new about the tax ID number because uh, I never heard that before. So, yeah, you have to but, get but I think that for tax purposes and stuff, you know, depending yeah, yeah. if you, yeah. Yeah, I think that would be common common sense, you know. But uh, but uh, I never heard. I'm not saying that it, that is wrong. I just was like, no, nobody ever thought. No, that. everybody have it. If yeah, if my American friends do, they had to get one because. I think like maybe, you know, I don't know how, I don't know how they do it away, but you must get a tax ID. I think unless you're a child, then you wouldn't have a tax ID unless so, you're a child. So what, what's some other things besides the, uh, the tax ID that you got to have when you, uh, yeah. when you put that? You have to get an ISBN number, Amazon gift that, but it's always better to have your own ISBN number. That is the number at the back of the book, this number and this barcode. 
Yeah, you must get that. So it's easy, like when your book signs, like stores and stuff, it's easy when you have this back. Like if it's at Barnes or Noble or whatever, you just put in it and it's very easy to find. Yes, you must get that. You could use Amazon own, but I think if you get an Amazon ISBN number, you don't have to pay for it. But I think you could only, I think in certain, so you wouldn't be able to do a lot of things with the Amazon ISBN number. It's not like free, meaning you can't have your book certain places, oh, okay. you know? Yeah, but it's better to buy your own. And Browker, you could get it from Browker. I think it, in the US they charge one twenty-five for one, and but if you buy like ten, it's like two ninety-five. You see it on the website, but it's always better to buy ten, of course, two ninety-five US because in, and it, they never expire. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, broker is the best. That's US registered. Yeah, yeah. Don't take um. Don't take ISBN from Amazon. A lot of people do it, but this is authors, other professionals will tell you, get your own ISBN number. Yeah, because when you have it from Amazon, you're very restricted in doing certain things. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and also, well, when your book is done, it's copyrighted, but then too, you could get the copyright right um copyright from the u.s i think they send you a letter but it's copyrighted when it's finished but they could get that one too and they charge for that yeah mm -hmm. okay. and then an editor some people don't get editors for their books they do it themselves but it's, it's always better to get an editor because you know you want your book to be professional you don't want to miss punctuation and you know what ever but you want when you put out your work out there you don't want to have to recall it back to do it over mm. that kind of way yeah but some people if you're good with english or, or whatever you just you know wing it some people wing it and they just put it out there but yeah those are some important things you must do yeah okay at least that's what i know so far okay so uh what are your short and long-term goals as far as your uh your author career well i build in the brand for as this is my first book i want to take it as far as i can go with it i want to do a couple more i want to do like an audio i want to do uh, um i would like to get it in a couple more languages and um I would like to have a um a cartoon or movie mm. of this book because it's really hilarious. And a lot of people after reading it, there's this questions they always ask me, when is the movie coming out? I was like, I'm in talk with Tyler Perry. Soon it will be out, you know. Oh, I I've been saying that for the longest, you know. And I just want to not just write books, I want to build a brand and while doing that, you know, you want to inspire people along the way, you know, to dream big and do what they want in life, you know, not just authors alone, but anybody with a dream, really, mm. you know, yeah, because it's up for a lot of people, they're afraid to take chances in life, you know, and why, you know, do, do what you love, 
you know, if you can't, at least, you know, you try. If you never try, you would never know. So I'm trying. I mean, I'm doing it, you know, but you have to really try. And it's good when you have support to you, you know. Yeah. So have you ever thought of writing a book? What about you? Oh, yes. Actually, I'm going to start the process this week. I was telling someone that I interviewed uh, last week that uh, it's been on my mind for about six months. And I know a guy uh, that I interviewed in the past. He's an author and uh, he has an actual course that he teaches people how to do it, how to get their uh, book everywhere, uh, every store in the country. So uh it's like $200 or something. So mm-hmm. I'm going to call him uh, either tomorrow or Tuesday and uh, set up a date for him to do the course so I can uh, start that whole process. Because I know people that's been in his course and they got their book out within a month and they are yes. making money from the book. <clears throat> they saying that even though the course is $200, they said it should, that course is really worth like $10,000 mm-hmm. for all yes. the information that he gives you. So, I'm going to write about my life story though, because uh, I had a lot of struggles growing up and uh, uh, I was in the military for eight years. Mm-hmm. I got medically retired and I went to uh, Afghanistan twice. So wow. I lost a lot of friends in the military. So I know mm-hmm. I write a lot about that. My life, yes. I grew up as a kid yes. and what I went through in the military. So yeah, that alone is a great book. I like um even um like war stories. Something I know I've never been there. I'll never go there, but I know it's because a lot of people been to the war and sometimes when they come back they're never the same. You know. But even after you see all those things, how it could ever be? I don't know. I just say that because I know it had a guy on the street and they say he's been to the war and he's like, you know, not, um, yeah. It's, you know, but sometimes when you go through those things, how could you ever be the same when you see such whatever you see over there? You know, and I sure it's not e- an easy life, but I think, I, I know you will, that book will be awesome. You know, yeah, because I think uh, really good. Yeah, I don't think it's a lot of veterans out there that wrote books. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just think with me and uh, living that life and did everything that you could do in the military as far as comeback mm-hmm. and things like that, mm-hmm. uh, I think it will be relatable not just for just military people, mm-hmm. but people that's either wanted to join the military mm-hmm. or people that's not going to join the military, but went through some things that I went through mm-hmm. as a kid, you know, so. Yeah. And I can see that having a lot of um, people, like, as you say, a lot of people who will want to, some went through a lot of those veterans and people who maybe always wanted to go into those that field, but never had a chance or something like that. So that will have a lot of people you know, like a lot of, um, not clients, but a lot of prospects then to get your book. But but I think that is very fascinating because I know this guy who came out, he's an ex-convict and he 
didn't come up too long and he wrote two books and I was like what and I'm still at my first and but he's a very nice guy an American African-American guy and we talk I just saw him online at a day and just he said something with prison and I was like oh my gosh I must get in contact with this guy 85 days after you came out your water what what <laughs> and I got in contact with him and we we talk and sometimes I give him a little advice like you know you live it in America, you can do certain things to get your book out there, so to, you know. So, but he's a really nice guy. Mm. Yeah, you know. So, do you like lots of authors on your show, or you 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 have diff- what kind of people you like on your show, or you know, or what kind of people you interview? You don't have a preference. Yeah, I don't have a. A preference, you know. I used to do security for uh, celebrities too, so I have rappers on my show, uh, singers, business owners, authors, uh, and just regular podcasts where we're talking about real life stuff, as far as like child support, relationships, police brutality, politics, uh, religion, like any possible thing that can come across in your life. You know, I talk about it with different people here and just get other people opinions and stuff well eric j the great i am so shocked that you haven't had a book out you're such a oh my god i can see all those things you just spoke about just books eric j the great eric j the great all those things you just spoke about you have so much material there already yeah yeah, yeah. I, I know when i get with my friend on uh wednesday I'm a, uh when we set it up and then I tell him all this stuff, he's gonna be like, Yeah, you gonna be able to write this pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the hardest thing for some of us to do is really start because some people they always come on like people who know like in Trinidad, like if they meet me, they will ask me, Oh, you know, always wanted to write a memoir this. A lot of people just ask me to write a book and I was like, I no, I don't think I know how to do that, but you know, they always ask me where to start. I said, just start, just get a journal and just write on whatever. And then, I, you know, the story will come to you. And they always want to know, how do I begin? I say, I didn't know. I just started to write. And after a while, it will just form. Or you could always give somebody to ghost write your story. I heard about those. You know, but it just begin wherever you want to begin. And then after it will just form. You always work with a book anywhere you're going, just a little book and a, a, a pen or pencil. Anytime you have thoughts or anything, you just write it down. And you never know because sometimes you will have a good thought or you think of something and you don't write it down and you never forget back that thought. It will never come to you again. Or might come, it might come, but not the same way you first thought about it. Yeah, so sometimes you get an idea, you must just write it down because let me tell you, none of those ideas, just one night I was sleeping and well sleeping. And I don't know what woke me up. Like I heard a voice and I jumped out of the bed. And I just heard something said, write a story down. And I was like, what? I must be dreaming. So I went and like back down and something said, oh, but I'm telling them to, that's why I heard the voice plain as day. Well, night. And I didn't write it down. And it was something so, all I can remember now, like it was something with a dinosaur. I don't know. I cannot remember, but I never had that. I couldn't remember the next morning. I get up, nothing, nothing to clue, like to piece it together or try. Mm -mm. 
And I, I, I said in my mind, if I did really write whatever, that would have been one book out of this world, but I couldn't remember anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. So um, do you have uh, anything else that you uh, want the people to know that I'll probably get covered as far as like your book and, uh, and anything else that you got coming out in the future? Oh, well, my part two of Senior Fluffy Cat's Tale, the next book they will be coming actually to Trinidad and Tobago, and then Trinidad and Tobago, yes, then a writing um, a modern day version of Cinderella. Then I want to do a um, kid's story, yeah. And then try to do like an audio and get my Senior Fluffy in like, French and Spanish. That's what I'm working on now. So yeah, and that movie with Tyler Perry, of course. <laughs> so if you know me, I could put in a good word, but it will come true. And to talk about it and put it out there. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let people know how to find you on social media and things like that, and uh, let people know where they can get your books at. Oh well, um, my books you can get it on. Amazon. Well, Amazon. If you're in the New York City area or Brooklyn, you can get it at the libraries in Manhattan and, Manhattan and Brooklyn. If you're in Trinidad, you can get my books at Scribbles and Quills in Shawanas or Paper Base in St. Anne's Bookstore. And um, my Instagram is Lynch Hazel Ann. L-Y-N-C-H-H-A-Z-E-L-E-N-N. -E -E -N. It's just my name back to front. And on um, Facebook is Hazel Lynch. And I also have an author's page, Hazel Ann Lynch. I'm a writer and I couldn't think of anything unoriginal to come up. So I just use my name for all my pages because I couldn't think of anything. So it's just my name back to front and Hazel Ann and Hazel Ann Lynch. Yeah. Well, um, I appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast today. And uh, anytime you want to come on the show to promote anything you got going on, uh, you can hit me up anytime and we can uh, set a date up to do it. And, uh, you know, I like, uh, enjoy doing these episodes. So whenever you want to come on, you can uh, hit me on Instagram or WhatsApp and just uh, let me know and we can do it. I appreciate you coming on. Oh, and I so appreciate you having me. Um, it's Marva Riley. She told me to get in contact with you because I think she was on your show. And um, it's really good to like get exposure on your work and stuff and get out there because the people you know, I don't know, so it's good. And I wish you all the best in all your endeavors. And I know you'll be great and something to be reckoned with when your books come out there i'll be the first in line to buy it yeah absolutely uh and your uh your podcast would uh would drop on the 18th of july okay hmm, some days before my birthday yeah so uh i don't know if you su you subscribe to my youtube channel but uh, uh i will surely subscribe now yeah, the link in my Instagram has all the links to all the platforms my podcast is on. Uh, I got 
it's on 12 different platforms but on, wow. the, YouTube, on the YouTube I premiere all my videos because I only drop on uh, Mondays at 12 o'clock noon Eastern time so uh, you could just uh, keep up with my channel and I had a video up there what day and time is going to drop and then I drop every yeah. Monday at 12 o'clock once a week so yeah that's awesome and do you mind if I give tell other authors about you yeah, that's cool. Yeah, they can. Uh, I have, I know plenty of people. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, you could uh, have them uh, contact me on Instagram or uh, however they want to contact me, or and then uh, they can uh, uh, hit yeah. me up and we can set some up. Okay, because I wanted to ask first, and I'm going to tell that guy Excellus, the guy oh, he, I think he have a great story too. Yeah, you meet interesting people in this line of work I mean not just this but they just meet interesting people in life really interesting yeah yeah and do you do you enjoy podcasting I'm sure you do talking to people and meeting all kinds of people yes I've been doing this for uh two years now Mm, wow that's awesome right yeah that's awesome thank you for having me it was great you're so chill and lead back i like that oh yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah just chill and lead back that's pretty awesome well yeah uh just yeah. Maybe... normally i get very nervous before an interview but i wasn't into i wasn't nervous at all oh yeah 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 i have a nice smile oh all right thank you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh but yeah, uh, just uh, hit me up anytime you want to come back on the show and uh, have uh, you can give all the other people my Instagram and tell them to uh, send me a message if they want to uh, come on the show. Oh my God, I'm going to be clicking that phone tonight. Oh, you want to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be like, oh my God, I, I, I'm so sorry. You no, know, I told this girl about she could hit me up with these people. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. But I had a great time. Thank you. I hope it was a good interview. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I tried to answer. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, a lot of people will like it. Oh, I'm, I think they would. Because of you also. Because you're a great host. You're a good, really good host, yeah. And you make people feel, at least me, real, real comfortable. Yeah. That is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, this concludes the episode, and uh, you have a good night. And you too. Have a great night and a great week and weekend. Thank you too, Thank you. All right. Thank you.